Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. Welcome. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're talking about abundant alchemy. Abundant alchemy. Alchemy is spelled A-L-C-H-E-M-Y. Abundant alchemy. So first of all, let me preface this, uh, talk a little bit about the word meaning of those two words. So um, there's two schools of thought when we're talking about abundance, uh, and without going into a whole other podcast episode just for that, um, basically the two schools of thought are um, abundance, meaning, uh, you know, you're everything good in your life, right? That um, if you are living an abundant life, everything is going basically perfectly. You're not having any issues or challenges. And that, um, you know, if you are having issues or challenges, it's showing you that, that there's something wrong with you. You're not as, you know, uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally connected as you could be. Okay. I personally do not ascribe to that notion. You have to decide for yourself. The other school of thought when it comes to abundance is that you can, um, you know, have anything that, that you say that you want. However, you know, you're, you're going to have times in your life where something shows up, um, you know, an issue, a problem, a challenge pretty much every day. And the abundant life means that you can, uh, recognize that you have all the tools, the resources, the people, the energy, everything that you need to solve that problem. Okay. So it doesn't mean that you don't have those, um, challenges, struggles, hardships. It just means that you have everything within you that you can make that happen. Okay. I personally believe that for myself and for others. So that when we talk about abundance, that's what I'm talking about. Now, alchemy, um, the, the traditional sense or notion of alchemy is that you would turn, uh, you know, that people could turn, um, iron into gold right? Spiritual or emotional alchemy is transforming or, or we call transmuting. So changing basically, uh, what we call base motives into gold. So you can turn your pain or the problems, issues, or challenges into power or, uh, you know, delightful action. Okay. So if you come to work with me in any format, uh, as far as coaching goes, at some point, we're going to have a conversation around your power, your choice, your responsibility, and how can you take your problems and turn them into something that works for you. That's alchemy. Okay. So let's talk about abundant alchemy. So not just one or the other. You have the power to transform anything into gold. Now you might ask how in the world, Michelle, do you know that? And I know we've got, um, some newer listeners to the podcast recently, so I'm not going to tell you my whole life story, but I'll, I'll just share a couple of the things, um, that I have dealt with in the past. So, uh, death, right? Death, loss, and grief are some of the biggies that, that people experience in life and they don't know how to turn that into good. So, uh, in my earlier life, you know, probably all of my school years throughout high school, um, all of my family. So my dad is my, the oldest uh, person in my family and he is 62 this year. Okay. So everybody who was older than him up until the first couple years of my college years in my family died. 
aunts, uncles, grandmas, you name it. Every time I turned around, somebody was dying. So I'm very familiar with death. Uh, I, I've lost some friends to death, especially during this COVID time. Um, so I'm very sensitive to that. Um, you know, there was a, a cluster within the first six weeks of COVID where I was losing a lot of my friends and colleagues. Uh, I've also lost children. I, I've, I've actually um, had five losses. Uh, so when we talk about death and dealing with something that is, you know, uh, extreme on the problems, issues, challenges side, uh, yes, I have been able to actually transform those things into good. Okay. Loss. Um, what losses have I had? Well, you know, I definitely had the loss of peace, right? Um, I, I've had the loss of health. Uh, 11, almost 12 years ago now, I had a stroke. So that took two years of recovery time, uh, realizing, oh my goodness, I, I, I need to do something different, right? Definitely, I've had loss of expectations. I've had losses of jobs, losses of relationships, whether it be by choice or not, right? Grief, you know, grief has become a familiar friend to me. Now, I'm not telling all of this to you so that you go, oh my goodness, Michelle had, has had it so hard. No, because I look at all of those things and it's part of my journey, but I am so thankful for those parts of my journey because it taught me how much power, choice, control, and freedom I really have. So, you know, there's my little credibility piece to tell you, yeah, yeah, I actually know what I'm talking about here. Okay. So let me make it really, really simple. How do you practice this abundant alchemy? Okay. At some point, pretty soon in your life, you're going to have some thought or feeling that is related to scarcity, unworthiness, or fear. Okay. So scarcity could be, you know, a lot of people come to me, they want to work on their money mindset. They're, they're, they're only looking at debt. They're not really looking at, you know, how can I make money or they're trying to grow a business and, and for whatever reason they're stuck. Right. But scarcity can also mean, uh, you know, maybe you have a past that that's got some trauma in it and you've been living life kind of alone, right? Not really trusting other people, not really reaching out for help or support because you learned somewhere along the line that you're it, right? That's a scarcity mentality. Um, unworthiness. That is any time that little voice inside your head comes to tell you that you are less than. So uh, right now, there's a lot of my clients that are dealing with uh, enforcing boundaries, right? How can I be a valuable person and have value while I'm still valuing someone else? So instead of people pleasing, how can I make sure I get my needs met and I can help them as well? Finding that win-win, but that unworthiness gremlin is going to come to talk to you, right? Or just fear, right? What is it that you fear? A lot of people have fears around safety and security. Uh, you know, they're making, um, decisions, especially in their careers, right? I'm going to, I'm going to get this job because it's, it pays better and it's got good benefits, but yet it's sucking the life out of them. So the fear behind that is that, you know, they're, they're not going to have what they need again, that scarcity, right? And also they're not valuing themselves. You see how all three of those, these come together. Yeah. But they have a fear there that's driving their behavior. So at some time, you know, the, these feelings are going to come up. 
Uh, you know, some people would say if that, that happens that you're not living an abundant life. No, it, the feelings don't have anything to do with it. But what you do with those feelings determines whether you're going to have an abundant life or not. When those feelings show up, you want to let them come up. Okay. You want to sit with them. You want to feel them. You want to observe them. You want to embrace them, get to know them, right? You want to understand this. Uh, We talk a little bit about, you know, um, becoming friends with your fear, listening to that fear. So when the fear comes to tell you something, listen, because it's got a good message for you, but don't get so involved that it keeps you from moving forward. Fear is like a a yellow light. You know, if you're on using traffic signals, red, yellow, green, you know, red means stop, green means go. But fear is a yellow light that says, caution, caution, pay attention. It doesn't necessarily mean stop or go. It means pay attention for a moment to figure out what you need to do. Okay. Uh, Here in my neighborhood, there are certain lights that when they're yellow and you know, you're coming upon them, you've got seconds, you know, like, okay, I can go through this yellow light is fine. But there are other lights that once it turns yellow, you're like, Ooh, you better stop real quick. Uh, because you're not going to have that much time and you get to know that, right? So, so am I going to go quick or am I going to stop? You can do the same thing with these feelings that come up. Ultimately, what we want to do is we want to love ourselves enough to be honest with ourselves because uh, accepting what's coming up and being honest about it. Okay. One thing I know is that the humans, what we try to do when some of these um, seemingly negative things come up. So let's talk about fear, right? When a fear comes up, Um, instead of sitting with that and getting to know it and trying to understand it and then transforming it, what we do is we try to avoid it. We try to talk ourselves out of it, right? Um, or we try to busy ourselves and say, oh, I don't want to think about that. So I'll go over here and do this or deceive ourselves and, and say things like, oh, that's not really important or say things like, um, you know, well, I don't want to be selfish. So I'll just keep doing this for these other people right? Sometimes we can even manipulate ourselves and think that everything is okay or swing to the other side and try to control everything, right? So we realize, oh, I do have this fear. I do have this insecurity that's showing up. So I'm going to control everything, right? I find this most often in clients who are focusing on money mindset and their idea of control in order to make more money is to scrimp and save and use coupons and, and do whatever they possibly can to not spend money, which actually is stopping the flow of money. Um, and so that's counterintuitive. You think having control of that is gonna, you know, it's kind of like your, your car is going too fast and, and you're coming around a corner. And if you're a newer driver, and I I'm talking to my kids about this, if you're a newer driver, the, there's the notion I'm going fast and coming around a curve, I need to slow down. But in essence, the, the laws of, of physics and everything are created so that you can actually speed through, uh, the, the corner. But if you feel like you're going too fast and you need control, you're going to slow down. Okay. Sometimes we're doing things in life where, you know, you're doing brand new things. I I hope that it's the end of January and you're still working on your new year's resolutions, right? Uh, I hope that you're still changing and transforming and becoming the best version of yourself. 
but sometimes that can seem like you're going really fast and you feel a little out of control. Okay. Or some people, what they'll do, um, a fear shows up and so they blame other people or they blame circumstances, right? I'm not progressing in my job because my boss is an idiot. Can't tell you how many times I've heard that, right? Um, I can't have a good marriage because my spouse doesn't do X, Y, and Z. Okay. But we want to stop using our mind to hurt ourselves. Okay. Um, really what we want to do is we want to feel these feelings and I call it drop into your heart. You want to drop into your heart. You want to feel the feeling and you want to be very, very honest. So when you have a fear of, uh, let's say death or sickness coming in, um, you know, here in, in our house this last week, we've been dealing with, uh, you know, some people in the house ha have tested positive for COVID. Some people haven't, you know, you can get yourself really worked up for that. Right. But when that fear comes in, step into it and ask yourself, what is this fear trying to tell me? So for me, when, you know, the, the first kid tested positive, I really wasn't worried about myself per se. I was worried about how it was going to affect, uh, schooling, scheduling, you know, different things. So I had to step into that and say, okay, that's a valid feeling. I don't want to worry about this, but it's a concern. And so how am I going to create some action steps because of that? Uh, one of the things I did for myself was I said, okay, you guys are kind of on your own, you know, unless you're feeling really, really bad, you're on your own. I'm closing my door. Uh, and I called it quarantine and really I just have so much work. I've got to put my head down and focus and get stuff done. However, you know, I'm still checking in with them, right? So that was a, a, a great example of me stepping into my fear and created an action step. Um, when a, a feeling of, am I good enough? Right. I've got a lot of clients who are um, transitioning in jobs or looking for a new job or they just started a new job. And that little gremlin in their head is coming to say, you know, you're not good enough to do this. Right. So you want to sit with that. You want to feel it and say, what do I need to know? Or perhaps is there something I need to learn to be good at this? right? I've got several people who are starting speaking and coaching businesses and they're, you know, they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't think I can do this. Okay. Well, let's sit with that. What is your fear telling you? And they realize, Oh, I need a little bit of training or I need a little, I need a resource or a tool on this. Okay, great. Go learn that thing. And guess what? You're going to be better at it. Right? So rather than spending that time telling yourself, I'm not good at this and getting yourself all worked up, just say, what can I do to be better? So, you know, there's another one, uh, basically that scarcity that says I I'll never have what I need, right? And that could be some physical thing or it could be a relationship or it could be ideas, whatever. Okay, well, step into that. What is that telling you, right? I'm never going to have great relationships. Well, why not? What do you think is holding you back? Is there something that you need to learn or know? Or is there something that you can practice to have better relationships? Okay. So, so feel it. Acknowledge that it's there. Don't sweep it under the rug. Listen. Okay. Imagine that you're sitting and you're having tea with your, your fear here. And you're just having a conversation. And at the end of the conversation, when your fear says, this is everything you need to know, ask, what is the one thing I need to do from here? Just one. 
most of the time it's going to be a very, very simple thing. Okay. So really in essence, what we're talking about is having what I call radical authenticity. So again, you're not avoiding, you're not deceiving, you're not blaming, you're not taking control. You're getting to know what's happening on the inside. Radical authenticity that leads to radical responsibility. So it has to lead to an action step. If you're doing all of this inner work and you're, you're getting these epiphanies, but you're not doing anything with it, it's a wasted trip. And if you're going out and you're creating action steps and saying, oh, I'm going to do, go do this and I'm going to do that, but you haven't listened to that voice inside you to even know if that's what you should do, you are wasting your time. Okay, you've got to have both. But when you have radical authenticity and radical responsibility, the result is wisdom and peace. Okay. This is a very humbling process. It's not an easy process. I listed it out in a very simple way for you today, but this is not easy. But the one thing I know is that the wisest people are often the humblest people. And they realize that their wisdom doesn't come from going out and learning something or, or being successful or having this title or position. That wisdom comes from this deep inner work that we talked about today getting to know yourself and saying, what can I change today? Okay. This is abundant alchemy. This is what we were made for. Life is full of problems, issues, and challenges. Every single day, you're going to have a problem. Just start with that assumption. Okay. Every day has at least one problem because the human condition is getting creative and solving those problems. So use your tools of alchemy that we shared here today to become more abundant in your life. Okay. Uh, you're not a victim. You have all the choice, power, control, and freedom here. Uh, you just have to exercise it. Okay. Awesome. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.